Welcome to Motherhood Feels. Hindsight is 2020. I'm Dr. Jill Garrett, a licensed psychologist who specializes in maternal mental health and host of Motherhood Feels. Hindsight is 2020. Stay tuned for an engaging Motherhood Feels episode with seasoned mom Allison Chance. Allison is a mom to two, realtor and founder of the real estate practice Anchored Group, a Jacksonville mom contributor, and a military mom and wife. You can follow her on Instagram at the Chance Clan, all one word, and at Anchored Group, all one word as well. You can learn more about her real estate practice, which gives back 25% of their commission to those who serve the local community at anchoredgroup.com. Listen in as we chat and she talks through some great motherhood insights. Check out this lovely lady next. Hey guys, it's me, Jill. Before we start, help Motherhood Feels grow by subscribing to the podcast. Leaving five-star reviews can't hurt either. And if you're interested in supporting more moms and families by bringing Motherhood Feels to your workplace, you can connect with me at motherhoodfeels at gmail.com to learn more. You can follow me on Instagram at motherhoodfeels, all one word, and head over to motherhoodfeels.com to check out my self-paced online course, Motherhood Feels Before and Even After Baby Boot Camp, that walks through evidence-based strategies for healthy coping with all your motherhood feels. Thanks for listening. Hi, Allison. Thanks for being here. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well, and I'm so excited to get a chance to learn a little bit more about you. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Awesome. Well, I'm Allison Chance, and um, I live here in Jacksonville, and I've married two children. I have a nine-year-old little girl named Charlotte and a five-year-old uh, boy named Hux, and I am a working mom. Um, I've been in real estate since 2015, and I uh, started my own brokerage about two years ago. So um, yeah, it's a whirlwind. And then my husband is also in the military, so we've lived all over the world country. Um, and so, yeah, so it's, we're, we're kind of got a lot of things going on, probably like most families, most moms. So. Sounds like a busy life. And you talked about the military background and relocating is my assumption from time Mm -hmm. to time. Are you guys moving every few years? What does that look like for you? Yeah, so we have moved um, every couple years. Uh, We keep coming back to Jacksonville because we just love it here so much. Um, My daughter was born in Hawaii, um, so we were stationed out there for about a year and a half, and she was born there, and then we came back to Jacksonville, and then we had to go to Monterey, California um, for my husband to do a master's program, which was a great opportunity, but just really hard to leave um, a place where we really started to put down roots. My son um, was born in California, so my husband always says there's a common theme that every time we move, I seem to get pregnant, and from a community standpoint and just having support as a mom, it's probably um, the hardest thing to move somewhere new and then be pregnant. So I've experienced that twice now. So it's definitely been a journey and something that, you know, isn't, has not been the easiest. Yeah. That's one of the things I was thinking as you were talking about being a family that relocates is you guys must be really good socially 
because you have to find a new network every time you're moving. And that's so crucial in parenting and motherhood, in my experience. And I'm hearing you say it's been hard to have to find your quote unquote village every time, mm-hmm. perhaps relocating. Tell me, how have you done it? Yeah, it's funny. So um, my daughter, she gets in trouble at school because she's more social. Like she's more worried about being social than she is about, you know, testing and schoolwork. But it's funny because I think it's a really great quality at the end of the day to have um, not really something that you can learn. But for us, um, you know, I'm very outgoing extrovert. My husband is the complete opposite, which is why I think we do so well together. Um, so I'm kind of the one that gets there, hits the ground running, gets involved in a church, gets involved in mothers groups, stroller strength, um, stroller warriors are some things that I've done before. And so I'm kind of a busy body. I always like to be on the go. So I would l- really try to get plugged in right away um, and find uh, my tribe. I think one thing that's really cool is that in the military, everybody else is in the same boat and they're all moving around too. So it's really easy to um, kind of break into those circles. And then some of my friends that aren't military, they're like, I really want to be friends with you, but I don't want you to move in three years because they end up making really good friends with uh, those that are in the military and then they end up moving. But, you know, with our travels and with our different places that we've lived, we have friends all over the country, all over the world. And so it's really cool to kind of see what they're doing now and stay in touch over social media Um, And just really, you know, wherever you might travel or visit that there's probably someone, you know, that you can, you know, reconnect with. So, yeah. So finding some perks to it all and Mm -hmm. your dynamic in your family reminds me of our dynamic. I'm a bit more extroverted than my husband, who's a bit more introverted. And then my daughter just got uh, her progress report back and on it, it said, a little extra chatty. And I was actually excited. Oh, she's having a good time. (laughs) So I can relate. No. And there's pros and cons to all of it. Right. And I mean, when you say that, you know, I have a boy and a girl and my kids could not be any more different. Um, so it's really cool. I, I, I don't know how that happens, but yeah, I'm like, they're very, very different. So it's cool to see their personalities kind of, and who they're taking after my husband, sometimes my, my, me, and you know, it's interesting. Yeah. So you mentioned that you are a working mom as well. Tell me a little bit about what you do for work. Yes. So I work in real estate, so I basically help people, buy, sell, rent, um, manage their homes if they're um, renting them out. So kind of a lot of different things. Um, And we work with a lot of military um, just due to the nature of uh, my network. And so military, once again, are usually relocating every two to five years. So um, we have friends funny enough that we've been stationed within other places that have then moved here. And when I was out in California, I got licensed there um, to do real estate. And that's another uh, challenging subject because it's a barrier that a lot of military moms and spouses face. Um, Just by the time you kind of get settled into your routine or you know what you're doing, it's almost time to move again. So many uh, military spouses don't really pursue a career. So it's something that I'm really passionate about because um, I feel like you just have to really take it a day at a time, which is so much in life and so much in motherhood. And you have to focus on, you know, the now and not like, oh, I don't want to put in all this work and then have to move because 
I had found out I was pregnant in a hotel in California, which, you know, totally wanted to have another baby. And so in my mind, I'm sitting in a hotel, you know, got a toddler. I'm like, going to be here for two years because that's my husband's program for his master's. In my mind, I'm like, why would I even think I could do this? You know, go get my license, which, you know, is, isn't, isn't the hardest thing in the world. It's not medical school, but it's studying and going and taking a test and, you know, just all those things. And, you know, I was tired. It was like my first trimester. And so um, just kind of overcoming that. Um, and I had set a goal. I was like, I want to sell my first house in California by the end of the year. And I think I, it was like December 27th and I have the picture and I'm super pregnant because I had my son in February. And so it was just like a really cool milestone. Um, and so I, I've been really fortunate to do something that I love. I definitely will say there are some really tough days, um, where I'm like, I, I can't, it, it's so tough because it's a roller coaster of emotions. You're dealing with buyers and sellers and, you know, interest rates have gone up and people can't afford the house. And it's just, it's, it's very, very, um, sometimes I do feel like I'm a therapist to my, mm -hmm. to my buyers and sellers, um, which is not my strong suit, but you know, they really trust me and like lay it out all on the line and share their life. And that's a really big compliment as well. And so, um, so yeah, so real estate, but really just almost, kind of guiding people with relocation and, and finding their places when they get to where they're going. Because if you think about it, um, like I haven't been to the doctor myself in like three years because I we moved here and then I had to get reestablished as a patient. And so just giving recommendations to people, oh, like this is a good babysitter and this is a good place to go get your teeth cleaned, you know, because as moms, we literally worry about our kids because we have to get them in school and we have to get them registered for this. So we always take the back seats. I called, I called my gynecologist and I was like, I haven't, I need to make an appointment. She's like, um, you haven't been here for three years. I'm like, I know. I'm, I'm calling now though. So, but I'm sure that's a common theme. So, yeah. So your job is one that involves supporting other people. And of course your job as a mom involves that. And so it's really easy to perhaps put yourself on the back burner and yet you are still working to prioritize yourself with this most recent doctor's appointment. So kudos to you. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also understanding of the fact that real estate is a pretty 24-7 business, uh, at least in my experience, talking to friends who are realtors. And it's kind of one of those jobs that it's kind of hard to turn off. So I'd imagine that having a job like that plus parenting, which is another 24-7 gig, is a really tough uh, marriage. Mm -hmm. Yes, it definitely is. And I think that as time has gone by, I've learned to have more boundaries. Um, I just turned 35 this year and I'm without a doubt, a yes person, I'll make it happen. And then I end up finding myself depleted and not being able to give my, give any of just to school, to my kids, to my job, anything. I'm not, I'm not able to do anything well because I'm so stretched thin. And so, um, I do have a team that I work with. And so when I started my own brokerage, I, you know, created, um, it in a sense that we would be a team. And so we have an agent that does some works with buyers and does showings. And then we have a director of operations that handles the paperwork side. So we've been able to kind of divide and conquer that part. Um, and then obviously as my daughter, I don't know, I think your kids are, are they in elementary school? Yeah, they're in elementary school. 
Okay. So my daughter is in third grade this year and, you know, third grade is that, um, uh, reading, not learning to read instead of reading to learn and, and just the, the, the big jump that it is from, um, second grade to third grade. And so I'm really fortunate because I've been able to really prioritize her right now. Um, she was diagnosed with ADHD in December of last year. So it's just been a really like, um, tough journey. And, you know, I debate sharing that because I feel like so much of our world is, you know, publicized and, you know, it is her story. Um, but it's also like my story and my husband's story because it's affected our whole family. Um, and I mean, there's been ups and downs and, but I think I share that because, um, I think when you share things with other moms and somebody else can relate to what you're going through, it can really help. Um, you know, just break that ice. And I just met a friend the other day and she was telling me about, you know, her child. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm already on the other side of this right now. So if you have any questions, let me know. Um, But I think that that's one thing that we kind of as moms try tend to like keep everything inside and, you know, not necessarily share our struggles or what's going on. And, And just by sharing that can really open up, um, a pathway for somebody else to kind of be able to take a deep breath or say like, okay, I'm not alone in this. Um, and so, so with that being said, I've had to have a lot more, my husband's, you know, job is pretty demanding and he has to be at work certain hours. Whereas one of the good things about real estate is I do have a flexible schedule. So I pretty much, you know, can block out some time, but that might mean that I'm working late or getting up early. Um, but I'm really fortunate, like I said, to have a team that I work with that, you know, we can cover for each other. Um, and really, you know, be there for one another when the other team member needs it. That's great. And I so appreciate you sharing your experience with your daughter, because like you, I totally agree that when people talk about different challenges, it really normalizes how there is no such thing as quote unquote, perfect. And Mm -hmm. everybody has things that they're managing that are hard and everybody has stuff that they're dealing with that they're probably pretty amazing at doing. And so I'm so glad that you share that same sentiment. I think it's really valuable. Um, Tell me a little bit about your journey in becoming a mom. Yeah. So I grew up, um, I was the youngest of three, Um, grew up in a really small town And it's funny because I, from the minute, like I can remember anything, it was like, all I wanted to be was a mom. I played house all the time. We had like a little guest house, um, on our property. And so I would go and kind of set that guest house up as like, um, my, like, and I'd play house there, like legitimately drive a car. Like I was probably like, I don't know, 13, 14. Um, and so I literally loved playing house. It was awesome. And pretty much, you know, went to college, met my husband, Um, the first day that I met him, I told my friends, I'm going to marry him. And I did. Um, but at our wedding, everyone was taking like uh, bets over when I was going to have a baby because they're like, oh, she'll have a baby in nine months and, or like 10 months, you know, she'll have her first baby or they'll have their first baby. Um, and so after we got married, um, my husband deployed on my birthday for six months. So, um, that, obviously 
we knew we kind of wanted to wait to have children. Um, for those who aren't familiar with the military lifestyle, many people will give birth without their spouse there. That's pretty common. So we kind of knew he was going to be attached to a ship for a little bit. So we said, okay, we'll just kind of, you know, um, we'll, we'll, we'll put that on hold for now. And so he did a six month deployment and then he came home and then he did another six month deployment. And at that point we knew we were moving to Hawaii. We knew that, um, he was going to be kind of at a short command. So he wasn't going to be deploying. And so I met him during his deployment in Italy and was really hoping that I would possibly get pregnant then. Um, cause then it would be, the timing would be great, but that didn't happen, which totally fine. Um, he got back from deployment and then two weeks later I was pregnant. But with that being said, our house was completely empty. All of our furniture had been moved and we were driving out that morning to ship our car to Hawaii cause you have to ship vehicles. So it was just such a whirlwind. Um, and then we got to Hawaii and, you know, in my mind, I think everything I thought about being a mom is not what it is. So all I was worried about were the things that didn't matter, right? Like, oh, I have to get the nursery set up and I have to do all these things. And gosh, if I could, I was 22 when I had my first, but yeah, what? Yes. Right. 22, 23. Like I was, I was a young mom. And so if I only knew what I knew now, and then I see, you know, younger ones having their first and, you know, you don't want to scare them by any means, but you're also like, oh gosh, like if I could only tell you all these things, but you really have to experience it yourself firsthand. So um, for me, it was a really eye-opening, tough transition. Yeah. And so now as a person who is able to look back, what would you have liked to have known or maybe focused on, a, you said the nursery, maybe that was less important than some of the other things. What have you learned in hindsight? Yeah. So when we got to Hawaii, I I had worked my whole life. I nannied in high school, went to college, worked a part-time job in college, um, was an event planner prior to being a real estate agent. And so I was always just really busy on the go you know, always doing something. And so I got to Hawaii and, and my husband would go to work every day. And I, in my mind was like, I'm pregnant. I'm not going to work. Like I'm, I'm going to just kind of be barefoot and pregnant and then have my baby and then be a stay at home mom. And so what I didn't realize is that that was not my identity at all. Like I had always done something. And so, you know, I got involved in my church and I got involved in one of the spouses clubs and that type of thing. But I thought there was just such a big void because so much of my life had been spent working. And so it really allowed me to kind of evaluate, okay, like, what what am I doing? Um, And so, you know, I think that was a really good part of my life, as hard as it was, and as lonely as it was, because all my family was in Florida, we were six hours behind. So, you know, at noon, we weren't even awake yet in Hawaii. And so there was a lot of a lot of my support system wasn't able to be there with me. Um, And even when we had our daughter, there was, you know, there was nobody, some friends came to the hospital, but there was nobody, we came home and our house was a mess and we had no food in the refrigerator. Like it was, it was not how you envision that because that's not how I was raised. But it's like, when you go into labor, you can't, my, my mom couldn't be there 10 hours, you know, with on the drop of a hat. So, and my sister was also having a baby simultaneously. And so that was a whole other thing, but so I think that it just taught me a lot about myself and kind of um, 
what I needed, like knowing what I know now, I think that I would have gotten Hawaii. I probably would have gotten a job. I would have done something a little bit more productive than kind of just sitting around because that's just not who I am. Sure. Yeah. I think you're bringing up a piece that so many moms can relate to around identity. And it sounds like for you, part of your identity was to be more on the go, to have some dedicated areas of focus. And so when you didn't have that, it probably impacted you emotionally, which would Mm -hmm. make a lot of sense. I also am a big proponent now as a seasoned mom of prepping for things in addition to uh, the nursery, like your own ability to enhance your support network, take care of yourself with things like your nutrition and hydration and all the self-care stuff that often gets kind of pushed to the back burner when you become a mom. So I can relate to what your hindsight moments are. Tell me anything else as far as lessons learned on this motherhood journey. Yeah. So I think that we're all our worst critic, or at least I feel like a lot of, um, and it's taken me, you know, I'm 35. It's taken me probably in the last two years where I've kind of just realized like what works for my family may not work for yours. And I shouldn't be embarrassed or, you know, um, obviously there's only one of me, there's only so many hours in the day. And so whether that looks like, you know, getting Uber Eats every night or hiring a house cleaner or whatever it is, you know, you have to do what works best for you. And I think that so many times we try to do it all by ourselves and it's just, it's impossible. And maybe you're good at it for like a month or two, but like you're eventually going to burn out. And then the recovery from that is so much longer than if you just put in the systems in place where you can have support. And, you know, I get it's a financial thing and and I totally um, understand that too. And so um, I think all the work that you're doing um, with your practice and with your um, nonprofits is is really awesome because it's, it's important and and people need support. And um, I just think getting involved and forming those, you know, relationships with other women that you can um, rely on is so important. Um, I, on California, I was part of a MOPS group, Mothers of Preschoolers, and I don't know if they're as common anymore, but um, that was one thing where I always looked forward to going to those events because you just could kind of walk in and you had this like weight lifted off your shoulders because you could just, you know, talk authentically. Um, and, and another thing that I feel like I'm a big proponent of is that it's a uh, quality over quantity. My goal isn't to be friends with every single person. I mean, of course, you know, I teach my kids to be friendly and acquaintance and all of that, but you really should have a few core people that you rely on um, because that's, you know, that's important. And so that's one thing that I always, you know, kind of try to focus on is you don't need to be friends with everyone, you know, but focus on um, the friends that support you, lift you up, encourage you, um, and, you know, make you a better mom because of it. I love the idea of having a, a good social support network. Mops is a great suggestion as well. 
And then the idea that you don't have to do it all. I can totally relate as a person who put an ad out on care.com today for a laundry folder. I totally get it. Um, But I really thank you, Allison, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your insights and talk motherhood and military life and all of your career as well. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. It was a pleasure. I really appreciate it. 